0: Hello and welcome to What Happened to You. This is episode five. And as always, I'm Chrissy Kelly, and I am a trauma therapist, yoga teacher, nutritionist, and I am passionate about helping people with their mental health, um, especially developmental trauma, acute trauma and starting to feel connected to themselves and others again and so today is a really big topic on borderline personality disorder Um, so this can be a really tricky place to have a conversation about but it's something i'm really passionate about because borderline personality disorder diagnosed people don't get treated very well in the system. They get labeled as the problem, Um, you know, something's wrong with them and it's really hard to work with these clients. So they say anyway. Um, And so People diagnosed with this disorder are often pushed to the side and told they won't heal, nothing will help them, they've just got to, you know, keep struggling with what they're suffering. And I feel like most people who have gone through this have probably felt the shift of once they got diagnosed, it, it kind of felt like nobody cared anymore. And, you know, there's many reasons for this, but it's mostly stigma. Um, So, and I want to share my personal story with it, because I haven't always been a therapist, I haven't always been someone who's had her life together. Um, I experienced developmental trauma myself, and I can now say here and now, like, I have been diagnosed with a lot of things, and in the place that I am right now, I can pretty much link everything I've been diagnosed with, with trauma. And... You know, it's really hard for the system to, or for someone to understand that when they've been through the system and they've had all these diagnoses and they feel like they're the problem, they feel lost, stuck, they don't know who they are, and that's why they get these these types of disorders um, and diagnoses. So often, you know, if you've got really big mood swings, you'll be diagnosed with um, bipolar, if you've got like a lot of like instable relationships and emo- emotional regulation issues and things like that then you'll often be diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and if you can't focus and you're struggling to keep a job and you know, you're just like really hyper vigilant all the time. You'll be diagnosed with ADHD. So it's like all these diagnoses, those symptoms that I just named, they can all be linked with trauma, particularly developmental trauma. So that's why we're going to chat today about borderline personality disorder specifically and how it's linked to trauma. So firstly, let's tap into the definition of borderline personality disorder and what characterizes a diagnosis in the mainstream system. Um, and then we can go and link this trauma and the possible root causes for these presentations. Um, I also want to note that not everyone likes to listen to content. So I'm trying to do different forms of uh ways to get my content out so there is now um a blog on pretty much exactly what I talk about in this podcast on my website and they'll also post like different things on my Instagram and my Facebook as well um, so if you learn in different ways and you not finding the podcast to be like perfectly what you need um go and do some reading on my website or go and listen or watch the posts on my um on my Instagram or my Facebook So um, borderline personality disorder can be a severe disorder characterized by chronic instability with episodes of severe impulse control interpersonal difficulties particularly maintaining healthy relationships is something we'll see the most um, and identity disturbances feeling lost not sure who like they really are and a very big like distrust in self and others. So, alongside the disorder, there's it's really common for people with diagnosed borderline personality disorder to have multiple core morbidities, morbidities. Sorry, Um, meaning that other diagnoses and symptoms are often alongside of it. So there's often mood, anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder, um, eating disorders, associative, addictive, psychotic, and uh, like. Uh, soma form informative disorders so um, I've actually done a post about this recently about uh, like physical health and how mental health can start to affect your physical symptoms so if you can find that one I'll try to link it I think there's a blog on my post uh, on my um, website about that as well but how physical symptoms um, are affected by mental health so that's really common in BPD you'll start to get a lot of physical soma type symptoms so those with Um, borderline personality disorder show emotional sensitivity with the inability to modulate intense emotional responses lots of big emotional outbursts and in inadequate return to emotional baseline so they really do struggle or take a long time to come back to that homeostasis that emotional baseline so bpd doesn't does not disrupt um sorry uh, bpd does not abruptly emerge during adulthood. There is always symptoms present in childhood with someone diagnosed with BPD. So that's when they're looking at diagnosis, they'll make sure that these symptoms were present during childhood. Um, And the prevalence rate of BPD in the general population is around 5%, so in the general population, while in clinical settings, so in and out patients, it's around 10 to 20% of patients. also worth noting that BPD is characterized by an intense use of health services so often these clients or patients will be in and out of hospital in and out of wards in and out of seeing GPs for mental health um, care plans and things like that on and off medications trying different medications and a suicide rate of 10 to 50 percent higher than the rate in the general population 10 to 50 times higher rate Um, so this is interesting connection, obviously, because what other medical, uh, mental health condition do we see having those similar stats as above, the in and out of hospital, medication rates and suicide rates? It's um, PTSD. You know, we see a really high rate of hospitalisation, needing medical support. Suicide rates are extremely high. Medication use very high. So. There is a lot of symptom overlap between PTSD and borderline personality disorder. And we also have the diagnosis of complex PTSD, which is often very similar to the BPD um, symptoms. So um, I myself, when I was younger, had been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder in a hospital. Um, and then later was diagnosed by, as C-PTSD, so having complex PTSD instead of borderline personality disorder. And, um, you know, that resonates so deeply for myself because, you know, BPD, yeah, like not a fun diagnosis to have. And it makes much more sense to me to have a complex PTSD diagnosis and also better outcomes, apparently, even though it's very simpler, similar symptoms, you have better outcomes with CPS, CPTSD, and I think it has a lot to do with the um, stigma around it, to be honest, um, that affects those outcomes. So so tr- trauma symptoms lead to very high rates of the same symptoms of B- BPD. Um, and, you know, why do I think these are linked? So Traumatic events are known to impair the ability of mentalization and symbolization of emotions. So, especially in the early phases of life, meaning trauma is more common, commonly the reason for the inability to regulate emotions than having like, you know, uh, something wrong with your personality per se. Uh, so, there's a recent study that emerged, and I'll pop all the research that I've found for this at the bottom of my uh, blog. So you can go and do your own research from there. So a recent study on this has suggested that adverse childhood experiences, so there's like an an ACE, it's like the, um, essentially it's like the pinnacle um, of finding out whether there was childhood trauma or abuse or neglect or anything like that. So ACEs, Adverse Childhood Experiences. You can go do the assessment online. So involve so there was a study on this involving emotional and physical trauma, parent, parental mental illness and exposure to poverty in early stages of life. So these three things or four things were the strongest predictor of BPD symptoms in people 14 to 19 years old even when the parental um, psychopathology and poverty were excluded for the analysis. So even just focusing on the physical and emotional trauma, that was very highly linked and the strongest predictor of BPD symptoms. So there is pretty strong evidence between BPD and trauma, and it is growing, though a lot of scientific journals are not supporting um, studies in this area because it contradicts what the DSM-5, or all the DSMs, um, have advised about BPD so um, it's a bit of a tricky place but there is a lot of evidence coming out about it and again lots of um, links on on my um, blog on my website so go and find that. So why does the link matter? For me personally I'm very disappointed in the medical system for how BPD uh, patients are treated like as I was saying earlier instead of supporting patients who are extremely likely to have experienced trauma we label them as BPD and then they are told it is very, it's a very difficult condition or disorder to treat. Medications are not very effective. This is what they say, you know, medications aren't effective for B- BPD. And there isn't much the system can do for them. They really get pushed to the side after they've experienced this diagnosis. So to me, that sounds like labeling them as the problem instead of addressing the root, which is very, very likely trauma, not them, their personality or who they are. Of course, like trauma has likely shaped who they are, but it does not have to shape and limit who they become, who you become if this is you. You are very capable and worthy of healing your trauma. And if this resonates with you and you are someone who's been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and you feel like you resonate with what I've spoken about here about physical, emotional childhood trauma A BPD diagnosis doesn't have to limit you. you. You don't need to believe every single doctor. Don't let it affect you as much as it has probably already. And, you know, I'm always here. Reach out to me. Look up my website. Look up my information. I offer BPD trauma therapy. And, you know, start to take some steps towards yourself to feel connected to yourself again. Um, there's also a few other research papers that I'm going to pop on my Instagram for people just to explore a little bit more. But, um, you know, there's there's a lot of evidence to say that EMDR, somatic-based therapies, yoga, and for people with moderate to severe symptoms, also going on like an SSRI can be re- really beneficial, even for the first like six to 12 months of therapy. Um, you know, I'm not like a person who's like everyone should be on an antidepressant I really don't believe that at all but I do think that in the early stages of healing intense BPD symptoms that medication can be a really powerful first step and this is why I will work really closely with GPs or psychiatrists if um, that is you and and that's something that you are okay with exploring If you have any questions, as always, reach out. Then I'm going to finish the podcast here. And, um, you know, if anything's come up for you during this podcast, um, just take a walk, go out into nature, take some deep breaths, call a friend, a family member or someone you trust. Or, you know, there is also emergency lines like Lifeline to reach out to if anything has come up for you. Okay, have a great rest of your day or night and I will see you guys back here soon. Bye.